Hey, what's up, guys, and welcome to the Where to Market Your Business Online podcast. I'm your host, Jose Quiros. I'm an e-commerce and digital marketing specialist. I've been in the industry for a little under a decade, started at the corporate level, and now I help medium-sized businesses, service providers, retailers, and corporate clients take their business online and profit. And this podcast shows you how to market your business online. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Where to Market Your Business Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jose Quiroz, and this is part two of running your own digital operations workshop. So check out the last episode if you have not, because obviously that's part one of part two. And it talks about where we start off with all this stuff and how you're going to end up to phase two of a digital operation workshop, which is what we're talking about today. In that episode, I mentioned that the reason why I decided to do these episodes is because we just ran a two-day intensive digital operation workshop with a national client of ours, and I just found how much insight and advice is needed when it comes to digital operations, how to leverage digital both internally and externally in an organization, and how it kind of plays a role in the overall business. And... It was very eye-opening to be working hand-in-hand with clients and really dissecting their digital, identifying and ideating what could be the next steps and how we can leverage it, all that good stuff. So I wanted to bring that to you guys here in the podcast because I felt you would get some value out of it. Uh, As always, you know, I hope you do get some value out of this podcast and this show. If you do, please leave a rating, review, or or subscribe. Feel free to share it with someone if you feel that they find it valuable and all that good stuff. So thank you so much. Let's get into it. Running your own digital operations workshop, part two of two. So today we're going to lead off with identifying the team. So in day one, we did a digital walkthrough. Put your cards on the table. Let's see what's going on. We then went strategic and identified the potential digital operation or digital business models in the world and how we can leverage them, maneuver them, shape them, shift them, all that good stuff and leverage them for our sake. Then we looked at the digital strategies of why to use digital in the first place. Now that we've identified the current standing of digital in our organization, we've looked at the potential business models that are going to be our North Star to guide in the strategic ways to leverage digital for the organization, then we're going to get to the real nitty gritty of things. And we're going to start to identify how to actually get this thing off the ground. So where we first start off is identifying the team. There's a great book by Jim Collins called Built to Last. And it talks about getting the right people on in the right seat. So the right people on the bus in the right seat to help you define where the bus is going. If an organization has not clearly defined a North Star, especially here because we're talking about digital and a lot of traditional business models are not adequate or built to really leverage digital, then you're going to want to get the right people in the right seat before you determine where the bus is going. And that's where we start off. So the first way we start looking at building the team is we don't look at job structures or responsibilities, titles, none of that first. What we look at, what are the different functions 
of a digital operation? What are the things that are going to be out into the world? You know, what's the digital cons- customer engagement? What is the digital user acceptance testing, digital platforms and tools, the process and the management of, of, of everything, the asset management and the digital content creation, looking at tactics like SEO and other digital marketing avenues and data and analytics. What is that looking like? So we look at these kind of seven different functions, again, being digital customer engagement centers, digital user acceptance testing, digital platforms and tools, agile process and and program management, digital content and asset management, SEO and data analytics and tag management. So we look at these seven different functions and we analyze who are the different departments that need to be to have a seat on the table? Because guess what? It's not going to be all digital people. You're going to need to, depending on your organization, bring in people from customer service, bring in floor managers, because um, people from obviously IT and development, marketing, brand, sales, the list goes on. If you're a retailer, people from for retail side of things, how does the retail operations work? What is the typical customer experience there? Customer concerns, um, you know, that if you're a retailer and you have someone from a retail operation standpoint and from a retail sales standpoint with the seat at the table, you're going to get so much rich insight because these folks are engaging with the customer day in and day out. So they're going to bring in a lot of thoughts and, and insights and foresight that we normally wouldn't have if we stayed siloed and only allowed the digital people to help build the digital operation. So you have to understand that all of these departments within an organization are going to have some representation when it comes to building out the digital operation. Reason being is we're not talking about digital marketing or a tactic specific pursue like e-commerce where ideally, you know, you're just dealing with digital or e-commerce experts and maybe one or two people from a product side standpoint or from a marketing side standpoint just to stay on brand. We're not talking about that. We're talking about digital impacting the overall organization from the way that it is operating to the way that it is servicing clients and selling online and generating revenue um, digitally or on or offline, you know? So that's one of the biggest takeaways uh, that I want to leave you with is that you're going to have to have people at the table who are knowledgeable in different aspects of the organization in order to effectively identify how digital can then impact, influence, inspire operations. Duh, right? <laughs> so I want to leave you with that. So we've de- we, de- we define the functions. After we define the functions, we look at the departments. What are the different departments that have to be here? Then within that, we look at what are the team members? Now, we didn't look at it from a standpoint of, again, titles and roles and responsibilities. We looked at it two different ways. One, ownership, accountability. Who's, who are the individuals that are, that are going to have ownership to make sure that the functions are doing what the functions need to do and producing the result that we're seeking and two, the personas, right? What are the soft skills, the characteristics, the personalities, the things that will drive the individual that are not based on paper, right? They're based in the internal persona of the individual. 
And so we identified that as well, because it's not just about having a digital marketing manager or a digital campaign manager, but you also need someone who doesn't just execute the campaign and analyze the campaign, but they're ideating the campaign, or maybe they have a tendency to look into the details of the campaign to try to sniff out customer the voice of the consumer, right? Any objections they might have, any thoughts or feedback, right? So it's it's a different approach. It's not just looking at the title and the description, but you're also looking at the soft skills and the individual characteristics that the person has that is going to bring extra value to the position and to the overall team as you start to flesh things out, build things out, etc. Part of the exercise with the client during this two-day workshop was to list out the functions, departments, and then each individual role within it. Now, while we did that, (laughs) it was very obvious that everyone in the room is looking like we can't hire that many people. We can't have that many people. We can't go back to the senior management, board of directors, you know, whatever, CFOs, and say, hey, we need 30 people overnight to make this thing work. So what we did was we laid it out in the ideal form. This is how many people ideally we would want. These are the different departments we would want. These are different functions, etc. Then we started to backtrack and phase things out. Well, in the first phase, we did it two ways. One, in the first phase, we'll launch something like this. We'll do something like this, etc. So as you phase those things out, you can start pulling um, from this team list, right? This resources list that you've developed, start pulling the people that are immediately needed and people who are going to be called in on a phase two and in a phase three, right? So just with that small exercise, we're able to analyze how we can do this lean, who is absolutely crucial for the kickoff of this and who can wait until we've scaled, seen results, things of that nature. Then the second way that we did it was to define the roles, responsibilities, or people that can wear multiple hats, that can play in multiple positions. Now, they can be doing the exact same role or function, for example, like a program manager or a digital marketing manager, campaign manager, can be looking at consumer engagement, user acceptance, and digital platforms and tools also within the agile process and and program management, right? It encompasses that one title responsibility entity. However, they're looking at different functions in different lenses when they play those roles. You could also do things like in phase one, our analytics person is going to have to cover metrics in all of these different facets. As we grow, We'll bring in junior data scientists or other senior data scientists to just lead certain aspects of it. We've also identified ways to break down the human resources into specific accountable actions. Let me try to phrase this in this way. When it came to development, we moved away from front end, back end developer to more of a developers who focus on the search, 
because we realize that from a retail standpoint, e-commerce standpoint, the search is very powerful. It's very, you need a team who's dedicated and solely making sure that that thing is working perfectly. It's giving you the best results possible and it's helping meet the internal goals of the business, right? So you're not just sticking one developer into the overall UX and UI implementation of things, but you're looking at a small or one team developer dedicated to, we just need this search function to be as best in class as possible. Then we'll have another one, who, you know, another group of developers who are focused on the post purchase of things, right? So you don't just have specific developers or designers for your email marketing, for your text message marketing, your retargeting. You have folks who are looking at the overall post purchase experience bringing in developers customer service people marketing people salespeople, etc to all come together to consistently analyze look adapt ideate evolve all of that good stuff the post purchase of it of it all right so you're you're breaking down your resources by these overall functions rather than the build itself right because which was more of a traditional way of looking at it thing and it's it's funny to say traditional because e-commerce hasn't been around for that long, but the original look was that. And now we're looking at it more from what are these key events that happen, these touch points and how can we consistently enhance, improve, et cetera. And that's usually by dedicating a team to it or resources to it who have accountability uh, and ownership to how that function produces and the results that they bring out. So that's what, you're going to want to do in order to start digging into your different teams and who you're going to need, the resources you're going to need to make this thing work. So you start to build a team out. Once you've identified that team, I mean, I'm not talking about that you've hired them already. They're in-house. They're working already. No, you just have a clear idea of who it is that you need and why you need them. Then you're going to want to identify the goals, the KPIs, what are things that I'm going to want to be measuring in order to make sure that the team is hitting the goals that, that we're seeking, right? That we're actually making incremental or exponential growth towards the direction that we're seeking, right? So I'm going to just list off a bunch of KPIs for you guys. Um, this These KPIs are going to be different. They're going to be different than your traditional, right? KPIs, your video views, impressions, shares, follows, bounce rate, subscriber, video engagement, revenue, all that good stuff. Don't get me wrong. A lot of that stuff does still fall in. And, and you'll, as I list these off, you'll hear them in there. But there's also added ones that are a little different. They do come from the lean startup and they come from a digital operation standpoint. So if you got a pen and paper ready, make sure to jot these down uh, or, you know, re rewind at the podcast so you can get these. So we break down the KPIs into different buckets. The first one is the scope, the scope bucket. And within this scope, we're going to look at KPIs such as number of unique visitors, month on month growth in registrations, organic user acquisition, manual hours invested per manufactured item and revenue from new digital services. So that's looking at the scope category. Then we move into active usage. So we look at daily active users, ratio of new users to repeat users, conversion rates and abandon rates. We move on to user engagement metrics or KPIs, net promoter score, NPS, your traffic sources, customer satisfaction index, bounce rate and exit rate. 
then we look at technology. What are the different KPIs that we're going to need to measure within technology? We're going to want to measure uptime, mean time to failure, mean time to resolve, and mean time before failure. This is really looking at your technology to make sure that you're consistently on it in case there's an outage, there's a breakage, there's whatever the case may be. Technology and software will always always fail. <laughs> Just be aware of that. There's always going to be something, something impacted, something it's all interconnected. So whenever there's a tweak, a change an edit or whatever within documentation, code, APIs, whatever the case may be, it will impact things. And so you want to have those KPIs in place to consistently measure that. Then we drop down to customer experience. So we're going to look at customer satisfaction, CSAT, customer effort score, CES, customer loyalty index, CLI, sentiment analytics, and sentiment on social media. So again, trying to consistently dig into what is the customer saying about the new iteration of technology or digital that you're bringing out. Then finally, here are some other KPI themes. We're not going to dig deep into the different KPIs you can measure under it, but this is more from a thematic standpoint of what you could be measuring and here we go. So the first one is employee performance. So identifying KPIs around employee performance because you're starting a new operation. You're starting something digital. You're kind of developing an entrepreneur type of uh, culture and pursuit within an established organization. So employee performance is going to be interesting to look at. Operational performance as well because of everything I mentioned. Innovation. So speed of adoption, time spent in ideation, organic media and financial performance. So those are the different other KPI themes that you can look at. And like I said, feel free to rewind the episode so you can get the list of those, you know, of those KPIs that are that are bucketed into scope, active usage, user engagement, tech, customer experience and other KPI themes. So go through that uh, list. What I've done, you know, with with the, our client was we just had an Excel uh, Excel sheets for uh, for exercise for a practice. On the left hand side, we have these lean startup KPIs. We have the current KPIs that the organization is tracking. Then we combine the KPIs to see what are we currently tracking that we want to track. What are we not tracking that we would eventually want to track? So that's how you're going to identify your goals and your KPIs. Awesome. The final part of the workshop. Now, granted, I will say that you know after the this last part, which is your digital experiences and innovation. Uh, we actually did a marketing deep dive where the first day we did a walkthrough of everything was going on. The second day it was a, from a third party looking in. So we took the time to audit their digital marketing and give constructive feedback on ways to improve, change, adapt, etc. This was more for a takeaway. I would highly suggest you do this internally you hire a third party or someone to consult to audit um, or if you had someone who's unbiased internally who can help with that please please feel free to do that um, because it's going to give you tangible things to walk away and to improve on it's also going to help because you have already done the deep dive digital operations the strategy you've done all the high level thinking and work that the digital marketing deep dive the tangible actionable items are going to help clear up what are the next the clear next steps for you to pursue in order to reach those objectives and higher higher goals um, that we were looking at in day one so 
the final part for day two outside of the deep dive is defining digital experiences. So here we really wanted to identify what are the different touch points and customer engagements that we have in the moment? What are, how are they interacting with us? How are they engaging with us? How are we in front of them? Then we wanted to identify when they're doing that, not just for our organization, but in general, when they have certain apps like a Robinhood or a podcast app or, a, you know, some memory saving photo, um, photo app and things of that nature. Um, what is really being met here? What's the need, right? I mean, we know the experience, right? For example, if we look at something like the mirror app, it's a way to work out, um, in a community, it's a mirror, it has classes and, instructors and live videos and all, those are all the features of it but what is the actual customer need that's being met what is the experience why are people experiencing this thing and for example for the mirror app we looked at it from a standpoint of fulfilling that fitness culture need that need to be in a community of working out of people who are like-minded who are taking care of their bodies just like you and so we took examples personal examples of of digital technologies, platforms, apps, websites, forums, whatever the case may be, uh, augmented reality and interactions, VR. And we dug in to see what is the qualitative need, the emotional need that this is meeting for the individual. So that was a fun exercise to look at things differently, but then I highly suggest you take that and you apply it to your business, to your ideal customer. What are the different digital experiences that they're having out there? How is yours going to stack up against it? Be complementary to it. Um, give it more life. Change it. Adapt it. Embrace it. Adopt it. Do whatever the case may be. So we really dig into the digital experiences of things and how the digital approaches that you're going to be taking how those are going to fall within the world of your target consumer, right? So we did the digital operations. So for day two, we're talking about identifying the team, identifying your goals and KPIs, and then defining the different experiences that you want to throw out there. Now, there's two bonus things that happened that day as well. One of them I already mentioned, which is the marketing deep dive. You want to go in there and after you've done this exercise and these two days of exercises and you really shifted your mind and thinking the way you're thinking now differently of how digital operations can work, you go deep dive and you it becomes very clear to what you're doing and how you can improve it. But then the second thing is an innovation session. So this is this is inspired by Google's 20% rule. 20% of employee time should be spent in ideation. And because of this, products like Google Maps, Google Drive, uh, you know, all of these different things have come out from this rule of 20% of my employees' time should be thinking about new concepts, services, products, strategies, etc. Right. So at the end of the of the two days, we spent some time to have some innovative sessions to think outside the box. Things like if you were a news news reporter and you were going to write a story about your business five years from now, what would that story be like if you were a CEO of a different company, not the company that you have, but a different company and 
that company was going to tackle the digital operations problems to your current business, how would you look at things differently? How would you change it? And, and how would that impact the way that you're approaching things currently? So really spend some time to ideate, to identify some big ideas, big visions, big goals, big dreams of this digital, digital operation that you're embarking on and how it's going to make an impact to the overall organization. I think it's a good way to cleanse the palate after two days of a lot of mental work and tactical work, right? You're going to, you're kind of, you're going to go back into a high level strategic route, but you're going to go without barriers and you're going to be able to dream big, daydream big, fantasize big, desire big. And that is going to give you a sense of, I know the direction we're headed to, and I know the North star that we're seeking when it comes to digital operations. So bonus way to end this two day crash course of things um, to really, really help out. So again, day two consisted of identifying the team, setting your goals and KPIs, identifying the digital experiences, doing a marketing deep dive, and then innovating to figure out where is the big picture? Where are we going? Isn't that the uh, life question of us all, you know? So Awesome. This was part two of how to conduct your own digital business operations workshop. If you haven't listened to part one, go check that out. Uh, if you got something valuable out of this, I'm so happy. Uh, I'm just happy to share some knowledge and, and hopefully some really valuable insights with you guys. If you need help with identifying digital operations for your business, how you can leverage digital operations, what does it mean to dig into digital operations for your organization? Feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on LinkedIn, Jose Quiroz. I think if you put Jose Quiroz Digital, you'll find me, but it's J-O-S-E-Q-U-I-R-O-Z and you can send me a message saying digital operations and we can go from there. Start chatting about how we can help you implement digital operations to your existing organization. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you got something valuable out of this and we'll chat very, very soon.